Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumion Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason. Joined again by one Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Dom. Triple D's. We're back for our weekly basketball podcast. <laughs> I guess that is what it is now, huh? Um, hey, man. We're going to get right back to daily, you know, when the playoffs come. I'm going to be coming on here half asleep complaining, but we'll still be here. Um, but now let's get into it. So, you know, Darnell, what have you noticed, like, news and notes going on this last week? Had a bunch of interesting games. Warriors still thriving. Lakers might be kind of figuring it out. Um, but what have you noticed so far over, like, the last week of basketball? So I've pretty much noticed that regardless of – what happens in the NBA right now? The best player. There are three games for two. The best player in the NBA right now is Kevin Durant, and I've noticed that they can change the basketball. It doesn't matter. He's not going to complain. He's going to get buckets. That's what Kevin Durant does. Does anybody have any opinions on how Kevin Durant's playing right now? Kevin Durant has been playing excellent out here so far. Um. You know, he's been doing a great job. Um, one thing about the Nets is that I don't know if we said it before, but mm-hmm. they're not a they're not a very good team in terms of like a team. They have I feel that uh, they have an MVP caliber player, and then you know, they have a secondary player who's supposed to be another MVP level player who Hasn't been quite as good. I mean, he was good last night. They played the Magic, so I mean, but it's still a good game is a good game. He has 17, 11, and 11. I mean, some games James Harden gives you, you know, old James Harden level production, but most games this season he hasn't. And, you know, in Kyrie's absence, then, which is obviously the biggest reason why they're not, I mean, they're eight and four. So, like, you know what I mean? Durant has been carrying them to, to, doing well and everything but I mean when you look outside Durant, Harden, Aldridge some games, um, Patty Mills some games you know they just don't have too much production outside elsewhere so they need a Carmelo they need a Kyrie (laughs) (laughs) that's what they need that's exactly what they need they They do need that they need that steady enforced that's (laughs) Going to ease a little bit of pressure off of James Harden because James Harden clearly, with the rule change, is not the same player because he's a little stubborn in his approach. Because I think he's been trying to still play the way that he's always played and just kind of force the refs to call what yeah, he, he's been used to them calling. And it's just not going down. Yeah. So. I was going to say, is it possible to talk about Kevin Durant without talking about James Harden? No, because as soon as, you know, yeah. as soon as we brought up Kevin Durant, then, you know, <laughs> James Harden was the first thing. That's the reason he's MVP, because he's not getting no help. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, it's kind of crazy to say this. They're like a sneaky eight and four. Yeah. It, it is like every game you look. Damn. James Harden sucks. Yeah. Damn, Katie keeps scoring 35, 38. Yeah. 38 point triple doubles. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty crazy. I mean, he did just 
The only concern, I think it is a big one, is, man, Kevin Durant has to do a lot to beat bad teams just to lose by 20 to the Bulls right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got to do a lot to beat the Raptors. Do a lot to beat the Pistons. You know? Is this, like, something you want them to do? Obviously, it's not, but they're here. And this is why they wanted three of them, so that they could each take, you know, individual days of rest. But as it stands right now, 12 games in, one you of say them KD's the MVP? Can't really I say – I think it's Steph. Yeah, I think it's Steph, too. But I'm saying he's been playing, like, an MVP-level player. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Leeds League in points, he's averaging 29 and a half per game. So there you go. Steph is second with 27. But yeah, KD's been unbelievable. I think for me, it's also one of those things where I haven't personally watched them a lot just because I missed the Bulls game. But it is either like early in the season, I watched them play the Bucks get smoked. I watched them play us and we choked. And then since then, it's kind of like they haven't played any marquee games except for the Bulls. So, and, and the reason that they do that, by the way, those who don't know, I point this out a lot, but the NBA does obviously scheduling a little different. So they'll backload the schedules of a Nets, of a Lakers. They'll give them the first couple games, make them big matchups. But as we get to this point, you know, they're worried about the NFL taking their shine, whatever. Um, they're going to give them like lesser games. And then around, February, March, April especially, that's when you're going to see them play a lot of big-time teams. Um, so for me personally, I just haven't been able to watch them. But, yeah, I mean, every game you look, it's scoring 30, 35, 38. And you see that other guy just being bad, real bad. Um, but right now, as, as it looks, the Nets are third in the East. So, Darnell, what are your thoughts on the Nets as a whole? We Dom said they're, like, not a good team. I kind of would agree. Um but what are your thoughts on them? I mean, you got to look at it. They're, I wouldn't say that they're – they're just clearly a team with flaws because for them, the way that their roster was constructed, it was that they had so much offensive firepower that they can go small, and regardless of who you can put on the floor, it wouldn't be enough to withstand their – Offensive firepower, but without Kyrie in the in, in the fold, and with James Harden being this level of player, it's just not the same dynamic. And they don't have Spencer Dinwiddie. It's not like they have another score that they can bring in. And they just, even though they're a top three seed in the Eastern Conference right now, they just don't look like a team that's. But at the same time, to me. Go ahead. So they don't look like the Brooklyn Nets. Like, we were expecting them. Yeah, like, it's a little underwhelming, even though they are 8-4. And And it's just like, it feels like another shoe is going to drop to me. Like, this can't be it. Because if this is it, I don't think they're going to win a championship. And that's not the goal. So either Kyrie's going to play somehow this year, or they're going to trade them. I don't know what's going to happen, but I feel like there's a shoe that's going to fall, and it just haven't, hasn't failed yet with the Nets, and it's weird. It's, oh. up to the, it's up to the mayor to save the day at this point. 
the new the new <laughs> not the mayor all he got change the mandate all he gotta do all he gotta do is change it for this one basketball team <laughs> <laughs> he, he probably a Knicks fan anyway damn <laughs> I have a question, though. As we talk about the gloom and doom about the Nets, who's actually better than them? Better than the Nets? Yeah. I, I think, think the Heat are better than the Nets. Do it? I don't know about it. Mm. Like, you think they're actually a better team? Can right beat now, them yeah. in the – will beat them in the playoffs. I feel like that. I think Milwaukee is still right there. Yeah. I'll give them a, I mean, Milwaukee's been playing a lot of games, by the way. reason we never mentioned them, they've been playing, like, most of their games without Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday. I think they've or they haven't had Brooke Lopez. I mean, okay. Even – it's only Brooke Lopez, but still, like, <laughs> it's another rotation piece or another starter. Nah, you're right. It is only Brooke Lopez. But Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton not being there, I think they've played together, I want to say, twice. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, it's not a lot of it's not a lot of games. I don't know how many exactly. They'll be I mean, all right. No, I know they'll be all right. I'm just saying that's why they're like six and six right now. That's yeah. why we're not worried about them. Um, but yeah, I definitely say the Bucks. Who else? Who else that I think can beat the the Nets? Yeah. I don't want to say that I think the Sixers can beat the Nets. They can't. <laughs> I can say Joel Embiid, if he can dominate no. that team, which I think he can, then he can make it an interesting series. I would give the Nets the advantage just because of Kevin Durant. And outside of those two teams, I would probably get the Nets the advantage. I want to see – I would say it depends uh, on the 76ers. It depends on what or if they get anything in return for Ben. Mm -hmm. I think that that's the big thing right there. If Mm -hmm. Ben ever decides – even if Ben plays, I still don't even think that's enough to beat Brooklyn. I think if they were to trade him, it depends on what they were were to get back. Just because Brooklyn's going to score either way. and. The 76ers can't score until the fourth quarter. I don't know. If they don't have Kyrie, I think with Ben, we beat them. Mm. I mean, he not – Ben's not going to be here either, but you get the point. Megan. Yeah. We just got to trade Tobias. I know who I am worried about, though. Who are you worried about? The Atlanta Hawks. Sitting there at four and eight in the twelfth behind Boston. They're four and eight. Yeah, I didn't know that. Just not looking. Damn. They have played some tough. They have played a tough schedule. I'll give them that. Um, yeah, they have they, played the Jazz, the Warriors, the Suns, the Nets. Yeah, they've played a really hard schedule so far. So Beat the Wizards. Yeah, I was going to talk about them. They they're sneakily one of the best teams in the league. 
they're uh eight and three, I believe, right now. And the Wizards, uh, yeah, Wizards been yeah, doing they're, they're, the thing. The number one seed right now. Is that's crazy, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, they actually beat the Cavs last night with the Kyle Kuzma buzzer. It wasn't even; it was a game winner, but it wasn't a buzzer beater. But three pointer, it was devastating. And now the Wizards are at the top of the conference. Damn, Washington, y'all really did it, man. They knew who they needed. Kuzmania. Yeah, Kuzmania, Trezzy. Trezzy been killing It's over really there. Trezzy, though. It's really Trezzy, though. Like, if you re- if you watch the way that they play, Kuzma is cool. Like, he hit a lot of threes yesterday. Hit, like, five of them. That's not really his game. He don't really hit him at that clip or at that yeah. volume, but he can hit threes, but he don't hit him. He's not going to get – you You get what I'm trying to say. But Trezzy, yeah. man. Nah, Trezzy was – He comes Trezzy. off the bench. Man, what? Go ahead. Trezzy was the was the main – him and Lou Will were the main reasons that, you know, the Clippers were so good that, that one year. Again, Trezzy was dealing with a lot, so that's partially why his play declined. But that was why the Clippers fell. Because, like, again, during that Denver series, Paul George and Kawhi were killing shit. Like, I know in game seven they were both ass, but, like, for the first six games of the series, they were both killing shit. But they ain't getting no help from their bench, and that's why they lost. Niggas wanted them to score fucking 40 apiece every game. They were scoring 30 apiece. So, you feel me? Um, but, yeah, Trezzy was a big part of that team. It didn't work on the Lakers. Uh, he's the Lakers didn't play him a lot, and it did seem like every time he was out there, he was a minus. So the Lakers was just a weird team last year. But, They're a weird um, team this year. They're a weird team every year. Yeah, I mean that's how LeBron likes it, though. So <laughs> you can't tell me like even what like you could probably go to the Miami teams, but you can't even go to a, a real functional LeBron team. Like, super functional, like, no drama, no anything, like, no random games in the regular season where they just get smoked. And then, every, and then every time he don't play, they don't win games. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty much the story of how these teams go. Yeah. Well, they're both yeah. around him. So. Montrez Harrell was like, I think he had – 20, he might have 26 and 14 last 24 night. 24 and 11. 24 and 11. Says. It was, yeah. All like, all like extra loud buckets too. Like, offensive rebound, dunking traffic, offensive yeah, rebound, dunking traffic. I mean, he's an energy, he's a high energy player. Yeah. Brad was four for 19 last night. You said Brad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his scoring has, his scoring hasn't been quite the same this season, but again, he doesn't really have to as much. My man said he wanted to beat him for a night. So fuck it. <laughs> he just, I think he had four turnovers too. Let me just go out here and be terrible. 
My man Darnell said devastating. How are your Cavs doing this year, man? They're seven and five. They should have won last night. That's what happened. Like, I'm a little upset about that game. No, but they playing. They playing okay. Um, this is the first game without Colin Sexton. Remember last time? The last time we talked about the Cavs, I told you we don't have depth, and I told you if somebody gets injured, and somebody got injured. So, Ooh. Colin Sexton, yeah, towards meniscus in his knee. Dang, he's gonna be out. Yeah, a meniscus is not as bad as an Achilles. I mean, not an Achilles, but an ACL or anything like that. But it's still a bad injury. Damn, Cavs. So we'll see what happens. As soon as y'all was finding the key with motherfucking Ricky Rubio, that man Ricky Rubio came over there and changed the world. Yeah, how can he score <laughs> now? I don't know, man. I was going to tell you about it too, man. Like, when Ricky Rubio came into the league, like, his shot was broken, broken. He always has so much potential, too. He was yeah. supposed to be the next Steve Nash. Yeah, I can see that. And just real quick, I'm just looking at it. So, Lakers heat last night. First off, yeah, ESPN coming at my guy Tyler Hero for no reason, not at all, saying he missed the shots even though he had 27, whatever. Yeah, he was going um, off down the stretch. Yeah, and then they're like, he like Tyler Hero misses two shots as the heat it couldn't just be like the Lakers pull out a close win in overtime, but anyway, whatever. Um, so the Lakers end up winning 120-117. Very interesting game. Um, Jimmy only had seven. He only played 12 minutes, so he must got hurt. Yeah. That's the real reason I watched it. Was like, Jimmy not losing them, LeBron, and he didn't play. So, bam, 28 points, 10 rebounds, six steals. Hilaria at 18. Malik Monk for the Lakers off the bench. He had 27 and six. AD, 24-13. And Westbrook. 25, 12 rebounds, 14 assists, eight turnovers, plus 10. It was a good Westbrook game. I can give you – I can admit that. You watched it? Yeah, what happened? It was like one play um, – it was just it was just going back and forth at the end. Um, it went to overtime, obviously. But the Heat were up. You know, Lakers came back. I think Russell – Westbrook – he might have hit one of the shots to put him up towards the end of the fourth quarter before they went into overtime or towards the end of overtime, but he had a real clutch, like, fadeaway in the, in the paint. It was like a one-legged dirt shot. It was nice. Yeah, he got hit. Monk hit a real deep three to tie the game or something like that. Like, it was going back and forth. The, the crazy thing to me is they won the game with 22 turnovers, which is ridiculous. But one thing I'm learning early, I kind of saw it this year. I didn't realize how contagious basketball was. And I'm kind of seeing it with the Lakers, and I'm definitely seeing it with the Warriors. It's kind of like you – and this is why you said with LeBron, like his teams are always the same. You kind of go with what your best player does. And with the Warriors, it's kind of like – it's just very interesting. Like, 
they all run the same damn play now, every single one of them. And we were watching the Lakers one game. We're like, bro, why do they all play just like Russ now? It's pretty crazy. And it's not, it's not a bad thing. I mean, someone's got to take – someone's got to learn how to take big shots, right? And so this game, it was Malik Monk. And you see it now. Now Monk and Carmelo had 12-2. But if you can get that from Monk, because that he's going to be the answer like we talked about before. He really is going to be the one. So if he can start doing it, we definitely got something going here for sure. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's just very interesting. It's just something I saw recently I didn't really realize before, how – Teams are going to go with what their best player kind of does. Interesting thought. Yeah, I kind of agree. And especially, I, I definitely agree with that point about the Warriors. So, because I think the way that they play is definitely a contagious brand of basketball. And you watch Steph have so much success, it's just hard not to play that way. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the Warriors are at the point now where they're kind of you can't really miss watching them. Like anytime I see them on TV, I they do something every game. You're just like, what? It's not and, quite teams, but it's like a similar type of feel. They're ten and one. They might. They probably won't. They'll probably want what? Get 74. <laughs> nah, they don't get 74. Hey, man. Clay hasn't even stepped out there yet. 74. Neither <laughs> have James Wiseman. That says 74. They're not getting 74. I'll put money on that. 74. They should be 11 and 0 right now, truthfully. How did they lose that one game? I don't even remember they were lost. Ja. Oh, the Ja game. Yeah, because against them, he becomes Steph Curry from three. So. (laughs) I mean, I watched them last night. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I watched them last night beat a team where a dude almost had 50 and beat them handily. So. That dude went. Crazy though. Didn't he have seven? I think he had seven threes. That's yeah. not a lot compared to like Steph, but he had Steph, did, Steph only had three last night. I Chilling. mean, I'm just saying, like, you know how Steph yeah. like usually goes, like, because it's against the Warriors, but now, everyone, everyone sees him, they start, they they try, they try to be him. Sometimes they do it. Who would you say almost had 50? Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Edwards. Have 48, 5 and 5. I thought you were talking about last night. Okay. Yeah, yeah last, last night. night. My man Dom is so confused. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the Warriors game. Yes. Oh, I thought yeah. you, I thought we were talking about the Grizzlies against no. the Hornets. That's why I was confused. No. What I think everyone out there is not because we were talking about Ja. That's why I was confused. Yeah. No, but we were talking about the Warriors and then the game that they lost. Jeez. Anyway. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. No, that's what happened last night. I mean, Anthony Edwards, 48. Andrew Wiggins, 35. And Darnell, I don't know if you saw it, but 37 from 
Kelly Oubre. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. I was like, that's almost 40. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Oubre. Yeah, Uber snapping on shot. Seven of nine and three. The hell? Very nice as shit. He just couldn't do it in Golden State. I guess it was just too much pressure. The Hornets low key. Well, it's not low key. They're high key falling apart, and there's one simple reason. We warned them. Scary. Yep. Gotta get scary the fuck out of there. They were so good when he wasn't playing. <laughs> so he's a problem. Yeah. So they got Terry back. Yeah. And they signed him to that dumbass contract when they didn't need him. Correct. So who should they play instead of Terry? Anybody. I'm looking at him with his 37. So what should be the lineup? It should be Melo, Oubre, Hayward. PJ and no uh, Bridges, no Bridges at the four. Bridges at the four, and then Plumley can be the five. Plumley cool is the five. They just needed somebody that wasn't Cody Zeller or Bismack Biombo. And then whatever you trade Terry for, they can come off the bench. And so basically, you say you want Terry to come off the bench, but you yes. can't have Terry come off the bench. Correct. So you got to trade him. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't need him. And that's why I didn't understand why when they gave him that big-ass contract. It didn't make sense. Nope. I don't know, man. Like, I think they could use him, though. You might not think they need him, but when I watch the Hornets play – I see Melo is not quite ready to be the lead, lead guard. That's taking all the shots on the team that's winning games yet. I don't think he's that comfortable yet. He could do it on, like, spot nights, but to do it every – like, he needs a little more help than that to me. Gordon Hayward is right there. But Gordon Hayward's game is like he's not aggressive like that. We've seen like his game, like he let the game come to him. But he gets buckets. You need he can, but it's also not always available. Honestly, Bridges is right there. Bridges is doing it. Yeah, Bridges, Bridges has, is. I give you Bridges that. Been I give you that. Key. Bridges has been the big key to their, you know, success this season. So if Terry are just taking shots away from Bridges, I don't want him. I don't need him to get him out of there. Get him out of there. I wanted Bridges before the draft. I remember that. Do you remember that, Demetrius? Yeah, I remember that. I wanted both Bridges before the draft. I wanted both Bridges and I wanted Michael Porter Jr. And, yeah. Guys, guys, Jair Smith. Who? <laughs> How exactly? So I want to talk about one team that disappointed me. I fell for the okie doke. I fell for the trap. How did the Kings let up, you know, 136 to the Spurs? <laughs> hey, man. The Spurs can- the Spurs can do it to anybody. 
136. They can do that, bro. They're capable of it. It had to be a deep DeJounte Murray coming out party or something. Like, no. He had 26. Everybody, every, I mean, everybody on the team scored 15. <laughs> like, the whole team had 15. So, Thaddeus had 17. Forbes had 15. Lonnie had 15. Vassal had 15. Eubanks had 18. McDermott had 17. DeJounte had 26. This is this is a Spurs game right here. <laughs> Brent hit three for five threes. That's all you need to know. Like, if Brent is hitting his shots, like, that means oh, Vassal, shots. Vassal hit five of seven. Devin Vassell. Oh, yeah, Devin, Devin Vassell hit fucking five of seven. And he didn't take no other shots besides threes. That's crazy. No. He got a nasty-looking jumper, too. Like, you got to see it. It's like this is the Spurs thing. Like, they don't get anybody <clears> – <throat> they don't get anybody that can go over 30, but mm-hmm. they just try to get a bunch of people that can get 15. <laughs> That's why DeMar DeRozan didn't work, man, because he can get you, like, 27. Yeah. He's not getting you 30, but he getting you 27, all mid-range. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we can't do this. It's not going to work. The mentality. shots. That's the mentality, though. I mean, he do take too many shots to get to the 27, but they're whole – I mean, they're four and seven, so they do be beating. Yeah, the Spurs aren't going to be good this year. They're not. They they can randomly sneak up on a team that's not paying attention to them, though. 136 is a lot of points, though, man, regardless. It is. 34 and 37 in the first and second quarter. I mean, they so, – so the Kings still have problems – in the, I think their backcourt is pretty much set. They got like four talented point guards. The problem is their front court. I mean, Harrison Barnes is good. I mean, he's been playing well. Um, he only had nine this game. So there it is. It's the slow decline. Oh, so, apparently, Marvin Bagley <laughs> was supposed to go into the game last night. He refused to check in. Did y'all see that? <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's, that's that's over. That's been over. Yeah, once they yeah, I mean, yeah, he got to just get out of there. They're trying. They've been trying to trade him. They try to get something. They probably try to get something of value. It's like, uh, no, man, it sucks, bro. Like, no. So, Dom, real quick, before we end it, any last thoughts on any teams, players, what you got? Look at these standings. Dom has no thoughts. Awesome. Thank you. Na, 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 na. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much like how it's supposed to look. I mean, um, I don't think we talked about it, but the Jokic ejection, the Jokic thing with uh, Markeith Morris, that shit was rightfully deserved. You think um, Morris deserved it? You're saying? Yeah, he deserved it, man. Don't take no cheap shot, hit me in my ribs, and then turn your back, and then all of a sudden I'm 
I'm soft because I pushed you in your back. Like, no, you turned your back, you hit me first, and you got what you deserved. Nah, I agree. I, I agree with you. Like, Is Marquise your dickhead of the week? Yep. <laughs> Highlight of the week for me, Wiggins dunk over Cap. Shit was crazy. Yeah, that was nice. It was actually nuts. It was actually because I saw it live. Too. I was like, what the hell? Did you see the putback? Nah, I didn't. Damn. Oh, yeah. Putback is nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he definitely said fuck Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> said fuck his <laughs> team. <laughs> fuck Towns. Fuck Minnesota. He really did snap against them, bro. He ain't do nothing like this all season. Nope. Wow, that putback is dumb. What the hell? Right over that man. Right over that seven foot man. Damn, cat. That's really crazy. Just get yammed on. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Carl, I think Tom's been balling this year, too, man. He's been shooting like 40% from three. Yeah. Like six attempts a game. Man, I had to end his life like that on camera, on national television. It wasn't national, but I mean, the words are, I guess. Damn. <laughs> it might not be yeah, what national television. That putback was dumb, bro. Yeah. He didn't even look like he tried that hard to do that. <laughs> that shit for him. Damn, Carl. I almost feel a little bad. <laughs> hey, man. But thank you guys so much for listening. Dog days in the NBA. We got Jokic trying to start international wars. <laughs> so <laughs> we will see what Jokic happens. Jokic brothers made Twitter accounts. Yeah. Craziness, man. Nah, that just sound crazy, no lie. Something to look forward to. Keep Friday spicy, night. Man. Friday night. Warriors Bulls. Warriors Bulls. Y'all already admit that the Bulls ain't that bad, no? No. I'll just keep asking y'all. Okay. I didn't say they were terrible. I said I don't believe in them. I don't I said believe. That, I said they'll be like a top. I said that their peak is like a three seed to me. Okay. That ain't bad. Yeah, I just don't. I don't find them a finals threat. Nah. I don't I find don't them like, Nah, I didn't say that. I, find I don't think they're them, making the conference finals. I, I was about to say, I find them as a second-round exit. I yeah. think that that's their ceiling. Yeah. I think they're going to lose in the first round, but they could get to the second round if they play the right team. A tough seven-game series over the Knicks. I don't know. Some bullshit. <laughs> something, like, something like that. That's Who are they beating? Are they beating the Sixers? No. Are they beating the Heat? No. They beating the Nets? No. They beating the Bucks? No. They beating the Wizards? Maybe. They beating the Knicks? Maybe. I don't think if they the Hawks there. got in there, I don't think they'd beat them. 
But the oh, Hawks, no, man. Hawks, the Hawks got to get there. Hawks going to get there. I'm not concerned. The East stinks. That's the biggest thing. But does it, though? Yes. Are we sure? I mean, the Bucks are hurt. The Nets aren't their best player. Best the Sixers aren't using their best player. But the Nets and the Sixers don't have two of their best players, and they still three and four in the, in the conference. The Wizards lead the conference right now. And it's that for us. Hey, it's the strength of the conference. The, the teams that weren't – it's a lot of improved teams. Washington is just snapping. Teams that got worse. <laughs> well, whatever. <clears throat> hey, man, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I'm your Joined again by Darnell <laughs> and Dom. So, hope you guys have a good one. Later. Triple D's deuces.